Woo. We back. We back and 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 we back. That's Chance the Rapper. Hmm? That's Chance the Rapper. That's Chance the Rapper? Chance the Rapper. I think so. Who was the dude that I was like, Kim? I think th- this quote might actually, this Instagram stuff might actually have something to do with what we're going to talk about today. Well, then, nigga, pull it up and show me. I'm trying to pull it up. Find Man. it for you, boy. I'm about to find it. It's not exactly the topic, but it's part of the topic. And the little kids upstairs. Yeah. Hey. They going hard. I'm going to pull this up. I'm about to play this. That goddamn stomping. I don't know where I got this confidence from. I just have it. And I can't. You physically can't share confidence. It comes from within. And if don't have it, they don't have it. And that's their problem. I like myself. I would myself and i do everything that i do to please myself uh i don't know where- <laughs> I, i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at it either. i'm not mad at that but first off it's your boy long live most we back at again with another episode you dig what i'm talking about i'm here with my cousin oscar you dig it hey check this out before we even get started make sure y'all go f- subscribe to this channel like this video subscribe to the channel but also go follow the new channel you good digital. I'm gonna post a link in the description. We're trying to build that page. It's gonna be where all the new podcast stuff is going from now on. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? I post my little clips on here, whatever the case may be. But I'm going back to talk some mostly on this channel, and then we're gonna do our podcast on the You Good Digital. Make sure you go follow that page, subscribe right now. Bang, boom, done. So, you know, you were like saying, don't know what to talk about today. I want right. to talk about health, mental health. Physical health, spiritual health, and okay. emotional health. Emotional health. Emotional health. Let's start there because I don't know what that is. All right. I mean, everybody has emotions, right? People get jealous. People get mad. People get happy, angry, right. and all that. Right. I feel like, to me, emotional health is when you understand what your emotions are, where they come from, and, and, and what impact they have on you. And not being controlled by the emotions, right? So I think hmm. emotional health is like actually really important. But that—that's my take on emotional health. Like when I said it, what what did you think of? Like what came to mind? Before I give the, I guess the the dictionary version. Uh, emotional health. Honestly, cousin, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like. But I can say emotional, let me see, emotional, emotional health, emotional health, emotional health. I say it more times, it's not going to resonate, but emotional health. I feel like it's, maybe, maybe it is controlling your emotions or being able to sit in your emotions and mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So like, let's say if you upset, mm-hmm. be okay with being upset and, and knowing it's not going to last long or if you're sad. Right. Be okay with being sad, but in your in the back of your head and in your conscious, you're knowing it's not gonna last long. Right. But you're able to sit in those emotions because as humans, we feel those emotions anyway. It's not like it's it's not healthy to block those emotions out. It's not. So it's I, not. I get it now. I yeah. get it. This is yeah, emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. health. I get it. I get it. Okay. 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 We fucking with it today. We fucking with it today. Uh, <laughs> it's also not being controlled by your emotions too, right? That's yeah. Like because it, you know. I hear this all the time. People are like, oh, don't be mad at that. Don't. It's like, I'm like, well, wait a minute. P- 
people have a right to their emotions. Right, right. They right, have right. a right to feel what they feel. And I think rather than say, don't be mad at that, the question should be, or the statement should be, why does that make you upset? Do you think, okay, understood, why mm-hmm. does that make you upset? But do you think when people say, don't be mad at that, that's like a way of saying, um, don't react to it? That type of way? I think I think it could be. I, I, I do think a lot of things and a lot of messages that people give, Yeah. they mean one thing, but they're not actually saying what they mean. What they mean. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I and so that. when you're dealing with someone or when I'm really emotional, let, let me not say someone. When <laughs> I get really emotional right. and someone says, don't be blank. You get that, upset even more. That makes right. me even more upset. And if the message is, uh, hey... It'll be okay, or hey, why do you feel that way? Or hey, tell me about those emotions. Because I think a part of emotional health could be just expressing the emotions you have and saying, this makes me feel like this for this reason. And, you know, talking through it. Yeah. Yeah. No, because it's what you're saying is making me think about the other person's reaction to what you're going through. And usually it's always those, those people are like, not projecting, but it's like, it's almost like they get like to a point they try to question you to death to try to pull it out of you, and sometimes right. you just like you need to pull anything out of me. Like sometimes you just gotta let a person I, be. I just gotta sit. I, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lay down. I'm gonna call it a night, y'all. Right. I'm just gonna sit. My don't be there. No, 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 no. Let me just tonight is not the night. Right. Type of shit. Okay, I get it. Um, right here it says emotional health is about how we think and feel. It is about our sense of well-being, our ability to cope with life events, and how we acknowledge our own emotions as well as those of others. Hmm. A sense of well-being, our ability to cope with life events, and how we acknowledge our own emotions. So I guess we touched on the part about basically about how we acknowledge our own emotions. Um, sense of well-being. I, I, I kind of. What about the ability to cope with life events? I think the coping part, from what I was saying earlier, I think the coping part comes in and understanding why you have these emotions, right. and 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 also understanding it's okay. Right. It's okay that you a person feels a way. It's okay that a person's upset or mad or whatever. I think where emotions uh, become a problem, and it's what you were talking about leading with your emotions yeah. the the whole reacting part is right, where they right. become a problem but what you say what you say respond responds don't react don't react gotcha. but the emotional part is, is it's okay to have those emotions and it's okay to to be with them but i think it's important to understand where they're coming from what's sparking that within you have you ever been in a position to where you had to control your emotions or even not even control. Have you ever been in a position to where you lost control of your emotions? One. And then have you ever been in a position to where you were able to control your emotions? Yeah. So the lost control, that's easy. Yeah. Anytime I, I get mad and I go like, off on somebody. That just runs in our bloodline. Yeah. Like, like just... there's been times where I've went, got mad and went off on someone or like, even like in work settings, um, I get, our road rage is even better. Uh, I'd be in the car uh, yelling and hitting the wheel and screaming. It's like, you can't drive. Why don't you speed up? That's how accidents happen. And I'll be saying all that. And that's me losing control. Right. Right. Um, 
being in control, like I, I've also done that. Uh, back to the road rage part. I remember one time, you know, I live in the Bay. We up in Sac shooting this, and I was driving to Sac, and I put Sacramento in my GPS, and it said two hours and thirty <laughs> minutes. They almost were home. I was sitting in front of my house. And it said two hours and thirty minutes, and I was like, I I need to go. I gotta go. So I sat in the car and I said, Oscar, it will be okay. Yeah. People are going to piss you off. Yeah. You have a lot of time. You'll be able to listen to some good music. You'll be able to have some good conversations with some of your friends. Right. It'll be okay. And that was... Everything's going to be all right. That was me prepping myself to respond. And then there was one other time I had to kind of control my emotions. So, like I've said multiple times on the show, I'm ethically non-monogamous. Still got my podcast coming. legal freak. (laughs) <laughs> no, that just means I have the capacity to care deeply about more than one person. AKA, I'm trying to so. Go ahead. Anywho, <laughs> so in this situation, I was um, I I was texting with one of my partners. Uh, her and I have since like going our separate ways but i was texting with her and she was like oh i'm about to meet up with somebody she sends this picture and everything and i got upset oh you got jealous i got i got mad jealous oh she must have been looking good she was looking hella good <laughs> it's not not only that she, she was looking good not only that she was looking good it was Bitch, like you don't no. never dress up like that for me <laughs> but let me find out you about to go outside her head because she had that good dress on <laughs> But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You really enjoying this. <laughs> I've never told you the story, huh? So this is a real reaction right here. Oh. We're going to get back to how I handled my emotional okay. health that night. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry, I'm sorry, essentially bro. what happened is like, <laughs> I felt myself getting mad and I was about to text her something back and I was like, you know what? I need to chill real quick. I need mm. to understand why am I feeling like this? Yeah. Like, it's nothing wrong with being jealous, but like I was like real, I was I, out of my I, element. You're off your square, I was yeah. He's off your square like yeah. a motherfucker. I know. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, all right. One thing I identified, I was, I was hurt because I wasn't the person she was seeing that night. Got you. Because I wanted to see her because I really care about her. That's why you text her. Yeah, right. part of the reason I'm communicating with her, and then the second part of it was. I realized that I had had a long week, so, doing a lot of work, dealing with a lot of people. Got you. I hadn't been sleeping a lot, so I'm tired too. Got so you. now, something that would have normally just kind of rolled off my back was like the straw that broke the camel's back. It's like it was that. A build up. Yeah, it was a buildup, and it, it had literally nothing to do with her. Damn. She it was. A, she caught a straight bullet. Yeah, well, she was about to. She was about to. Yeah. But it was like my jealousy was coming from a place of like a whole bunch of other emotions I was dealing with. So I got jealous in this one situation because I'm dealing with all these other emotions from uh, being stressed at work, right. dealing with family stuff, missing her, missing her, right. just all this other stuff. So this jealousy cropped up in me. But what I did was like, I was like, I stepped back and I was like, wait a minute, Oscar. Why are you feeling like this? Mm. What is the problem? Self awareness is a motherfucker, ain't right? It? Well, I, I'm not, and, and I'm, and I'm happy I have it, 
but I think it also allows me to do the, that emotional work on myself when I right. need to. So, so that's why I think emotional self so is that, so that important. So that was the one that you, you controlled yourself. What about right. the one that you didn't control yourself? Road rage. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, rage. yeah. I remember one time I was in San Francisco, and I'm like, yeah. I was about I to get in a fight. With, I was about to get in a fight with someone because they, there's this turn off. And it's one lane, but there's a you're not supposed to drive over here, and people will come yeah. and try to cut in front of you. So someone kind of, I try to kind of be in like in both, so, so people know, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I the person honest. still kind of squeeze in. So when the light turned green, I start going so they can't get over, and I'm oh, about to oh, hella petty, and I'm about <laughs> to like run them off, and oh, then finally petty. I get in front of them. And I go over to the lane I was about to get in, and they pull up real fast, looking all out the window. And I was like, Lord, I'm glad I don't have a firearm. I'm glad I'm not close <laughs> enough to say anything to them. I'm glad because like... Because I'm going to send his ass up there with you in a minute. Because I, I reacted. Yeah. I reacted. I didn't respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I reacted. And it's just like I was just out of control. And it was just like, it was really bad. And it could the situation could have gone so south. Because dude pulled up. Uh, like he was mad at me like I did something wrong but mm. you the one breaking the law and trying to like cut in front of me like you could have just waited in, in the line of cars like but yeah so that was a time where I had I exercised poor emotional health right understood cause I'd have pulled over I'd have, I'd have, we had to throw them hands one on one but <laughs> well, I was like no, so uh, I guess there's there's four components of emotional health mm-hmm. um and I guess they are self acceptance, self esteem, resilience, and the ability to manage strong emotions. You said you said the last one for sure. The ability to manage your strong emotions, uh, self acceptance, and self esteem. Um, let's just let's say let's say what does self acceptance mean to you? Uh-huh. wait. Okay. I like the self acceptance because. I didn't when I when we talking about emotional health. Mm-hmm. I didn't tie it into it, but I feel like a part of like I said, it's emotional. The, the self acceptance is the part that you are accepting who you are and what you are, and Absolutely. and once you once you because a lot of people I didn't know a lot of people struggle with that just accepting who they are. <coughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't know people had that many that many insecurities to where it was hard for them to accept who they are. Like I know for me. I've all as a young child, I've always had a big head. We always had a big nose. I've all I grew into my lips. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I've always I've always had a big smile. So everything was big about me. You, you feel me? Everything is big about me. <laughs> so everything is big. But you know, as a young kid, your body, runs in the family. All right now. All right now. All right, I'm done. But you know, as a kid, like you don't grow into, you don't grow into your form until you get older. So right. I was very insecure about my nose. That's why I would dress it up with nose piercings. You really? know what I'm saying? Back in the day, yeah, I was like, "Fuck it, it's big. You gonna see it anyway? I might as well hang a chandelier from it." You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's the, right. that's the type of things I would think about. And um, after a while, this became who I am. But as I've grown, I've accepted I can I can go outside without this because I've accepted who I am mm-hmm. as a person physically, uh, mentally. I, I went through a point to where I was like um, afraid to be who I was because I feel like my personality was too strong for people, mm-hmm. and I started to notice that my energy is very strong. So when I walk in the room, not only do I command attention with my appearance, if I'm really like comfortable, I command it with my personality. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it could push people away. Sometimes it could gravitate to people. 
but me, I want to be so likable. I want everybody to like. Right. Not everybody to like me to make me feel good, but I just want everybody to be just like you. We all like each other. I'm you one want of people to of, be comfortable. Yeah, I'm one of them type of people. And once I see people being uncomfortable around me, it makes me like. Right. And I was hanging out with a lot of people that were uncomfortable, so I like tone myself down, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But physically, my appearance, I've learned to self love myself. You know what I'm saying? And it, like just my personality, who I am. But I know I just went on a tangent about shit. But what is what is self acceptance to you? Like what is what is that? How do you see that? What does that mean to you? It's just understanding that. T- for me, it's been understanding I am who I am, and my friends are gonna describe me as Oscar being Oscar. Um, <laughs> uh, my job will say I'm not uh, kind enough sometimes. Because like I'm, I could be very direct, right? Yeah, we know. And and yeah, and it's, even in my personal life, people are like, why do you have to say it like that? But it, I've come to learn that this is who I am, mm-hmm. and I have made adjustments to that. That might be a family thing too, because I'm very direct as well. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I'm but cut straight to the point. Like. Right, but you are more tactful than I am most of the time. But that makes it worse. What being tactful about it? Yeah. Well, I've yeah. I've already planned it out how I'm gonna say it. Well, it makes it the reason <laughs> even, why, even if it may hurt your feelings, I've already planned it out in my head. This shit, I'm saying this shit. Yeah, well, a lot of times I don't. You might know it's, might it's gonna hurt someone's feelings. I usually don't even know it's gonna hurt their feelings because I feel like it's just the truth and it's just what it's what it but is. See, that's how I feel about it too. So whether I hurt your feelings or not, it's still the truth. Right. Whether well, I know it's gonna hurt your feelings, it's still the truth. Right. I'm not a. I'm not a big. I'm not a big. This is my truth type of nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Because men lie, women lie, we all numbers lie. don't. Numbers don't, that's true. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. the truth is, is was, I heard recently, there's like, there's three sides to the, to the truth. His side, her side, and the actual truth, basically. Right, right. I'm for the truth. I don't care if it's going to hurt your feelings or not. Just or like, if I'm wrong. And I'm, okay, and I'm open to the possibility of being wrong as well. So, yeah. As long as the truth stays the truth, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Right. Like, I don't want to beat around the bush because then it just takes longer. Right. But but back to the whole self acceptance and how that plays in for me is like yeah. I understand that that's how I come off and that's how I deliver my message. So there's even times where I'm like I decide like do I even want to deal with that person's emotions based on how they feel about me? Right. Because I know how I come off and I understand the impact I can have on people. Right. So it's just understanding what my impact is and being okay with that and understanding that that's going to make me not for everybody. That's not going to, I'm not going to be able to be friends with everybody. Right. Now, I always try to respect everyone, but at the end of the day, mm. in a lot of ways, it kind of is what it, it kind of is what it is. Like, I'll try to respect you I'll try to be nice and kind, but I'm also going to be who I am and not marginalize myself for someone else. I used to, I used to like I said, I used to do that a lot. Man. It like, it kind of like, it sent me into like a, a low key, like a kind of like a depression. Type That's of hard because you weren't being I genuine being to who you are. Because I, I would literally, I would literally be walking on eggshells around people that I know would get intimidated by me. Right. Like, Imagine living that fucking lifestyle. That's that's tough. And, and so in that situation, and what you may do now, but what I would do is like... Fuck them. Those aren't the people I'm supposed to be around. Exactly. Fuck them. That's where I got to, nigga. If you're insecure around me, you feel some type of way, you think I'm sleeping with your baby mama, yeah. I don't even give a fuck. You, you, just, you just go like so... 
I mean, I mean, yeah. I've been in those situations. Yeah. Well, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it could be like, oh, you sleeping with my baby mom? Like, nigga, what? That is that is the home girl. Let me tell right. <laughs> you. Right. know what I'm saying? Like, well, I do not want her. Trust me. I've heard how y'all act together. I don't want her. <laughs> she tells me everything. I don't want her. I promise you I don't want her, bro. Yeah, but you can no. have her. <clears throat> I think that that's all part of self-acceptance, right? Like, so... I mean, just knowing who you are, but I, I think it's more than just knowing who you are. I think it's understanding your impact on the world, too. And That's which, hard, though. A lot of people don't... <sighs> Nigga, I, I didn't know the impact I had on people until I actually stopped dancing. That's a hard... That's a hard... That was a hard lesson. Realization to yeah. even know how much you affect like these people. I've had four different Instagrams, and everybody follows me to the same Instagram. I just announced that I was having uh, my first child, and all my dance kids is like, "Oh, I got, I got a sister now." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just blows my mind. Like, wait, what? Y'all really look at me like pops and stuff? Like, I ain't even. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not old enough to be your dad, but it's the impact you have. It's had, impact, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But that—that that, I think that's part of self-acceptance is understanding what your impact is, and once you understand what it is, using it for the right things. I never wanted it. That is, it's scared. Cousin, let me tell you something. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this on air, and this is probably gonna be the first time that I've said this shit in 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 any type of space. Okay. And just just remember, we still we still talk about this, this mental health thing. When I became a dancer, I only did it for the hoes. That's <laughs> that's what, that's number that's number one. I did it for the, I did it because the chicks liked dancers at the time. It was tell me when to go. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the hyphen movement was going crazy. When I actually got good at it, uh-huh. and I started like getting a name for myself. If it's so much, so many people from over the out of overseas, so many kids is looking up to me, and I, you know me, like I'm just like, man, oh, I'm too old. I have my grill in, I'm walking, telling, fuck all, the time, ah, just doing the most. And I realized how much of an impact I was making on people, especially the kids. So I was trying to clean myself up, but I wasn't being myself. And long story short, I shied away from the spotlight because. I felt like I wasn't good enough to be in that position of being that to those people. That I mean, sense. that's that's real. Like I like I shied away from it to where, nigga, like that's probably one of the big reasons why I moved out of L.A. Remember you like why don't you <coughs> dance? Why don't you dance? I was like, nah, because <laughs> you didn't want the spotlight. Nah. And it seemed like I do. That's just my personality naturally is to be like mm. this. I Like, I know you. And as we've gotten closer over the last several months, like, you don't, you like to be out, <laughs> but you don't want to necessarily be the center of attention. Yeah. I, and I, I've seen that's it. That's exactly what it is. Because like, we be in the club, people be dancing. I was like. Why don't you dance? I was like, cousin, why don't you why don't you go shut this down real quick? He's like, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having a good time. Right. I'm just, I just, I just want to blend in. Right. I don't want the attention. 
Right. But that's a that's that's a tale to, to to show you that's how I look at when I'm in the dance world or when I'm in anything. It's like I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the center of attention. I want to be there. Right. I want to have fun with everybody. But I don't want to be I don't want to be the center of attention. Well, don't look at it as being the center of attention. Look at it as you getting your flowers for being good at what you do. Get my motherfucking shine, boy. <clears throat> right. So I hope you accept that part of yourself, <laughs> so you can have good uh, emotional okay. health. Okay. All right. I see what you yeah. did. There. I yeah. see what you did. Yeah. There. And I also look at it as like I was talking to my boy Duck. Shout out to Duck, uh, my New York nigga. Um, he was he posted on Instagram. He was like, I haven't danced in a while. I feel like I'm wasting the gift that God gave me. And when I read that, I was like, damn, this was like last week. And I read it like, damn. Oh, is that why you post that video? That's what inspired me to get up and create that video. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, if you're not gonna at least pursue a career with your talent, you still owe to me because like I'm religious. Mm-hmm. I still owe my how I pay God back mm-hmm. is to make that impact on the world right. using the gift that He gave me. So dance is my gift, speaking is my gift, creating is my gift, designing is my gift. Right. My brand is honor and legacy. You get what I'm saying? Like you get what I'm saying? Like my brand is honor and legacy. So. If I'm not creating and I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not dancing, then I'm not using the gift that God gave me. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, me running away from the spotlight. Yeah. And well, now I'm realizing it. I'm not going to lie, I'm realizing this in the like, last three weeks. It's making sense now. Hey. That's why I'm like, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Like, put put my whatever to the side, my fear of whatever fear that I have. Of being in the spotlight because I don't even I can't even pinpoint why 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 I'm afraid to be in the spotlight. Because all your life you've been told don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't 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 no 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 no, and not even because someone was trying to tear you down. <coughs> that's just like but they knew. But that's just what happens. But every everyone hears that. That's why so Word. many people have trouble um, getting up and going because you hear no so many times and so right. much throughout your life right. that. You as soon as something happens, it's like, oh, this isn't right. Nigga. It inbreds in your, it, it, it ingrains in you. This feels isn't normal. I mean, success feels abnormal. Like regular. Yeah, yeah, abnormal. Like, but we got to make success the norm. We got to yeah. make like it's when okay. things go good in my life. I start to almost have an anxiety attack because I feel like something bad about that is like around right on the corner. That's Crazy. tough. That's Crazy. Tough. I know. But you working on it? You doing the work? I'm doing the work. That's all that matters. You're doing the work. Praying, doing the work, and you know what I'm saying? God going to bless. So I ain't really worried about that. What was the other health that we was talking about? So we said mental health, emotional health, physical health, and spiritual health. This was emotional health. We kind of went into spiritual. Yeah, I think it's just a lot of overlap. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of overlap. It's going to go fat and spiritual. Yeah. But, um... We talked about it. You're not atheist. Right. How do I do spiritual health with where I'm at? Yeah, religion? that's that's my question. <laughs> you already know. How, yeah. how I, do you get to that level of... You know, it's something I'm still working on. I don't... Because even... I don't even know if you realize this. Because even then, when you was talking about your road rage, 
you said, Lord, if you don't. Yeah, and you know. So, so I don't know if that's like an old habit or is it, that like. Well, a, you know, in the Bible they say train up for the child in a way they should go. And right. then when they get older, they will not depart, right? So right. a lot of that is still ingrained in me. And I think, I think part of it is just like meditation and. If I were to say there is a God, and if there is a God or that higher level, then yeah, maybe I speak to that and I still feel like there's something there. I just don't necessarily agree with the interpretations that are across this world, right? Right. But there is something about having that faith that provides comfort. Right. It is something about that. So I think my spiritual health is something that I'm definitely like grappling with but i just meditation being calm um using a lot of the principles that are in the are in the bible right right? a lot of religious and spirituality right because those principles that they teach those are great principles right um i just there are certain parts of it i just um have trouble swallowing (laughs) i have uh, trouble <laughs> digesting or or understanding or whatever. Just to, yeah, but um, I think it's about just being one with self and like checking in with myself and seeing how I am and making sure I am taking care of myself emotionally right. and physically and mentally. And this, the spiritual part is just like letting go and understanding that I can only control the things within my sphere of influence and everything else is just happening. That's that's what religion has done for me. That's my spiritual practice has done for me. Even when I, when I was a Christian, it kind of like... I'm, it helped me to put my issues onto something or someone else. Right. Selfishly. You know, as in the Bible they would say that. And mm-hmm. even in um, in Islam, we would say that you know, put your put your worries and your 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 put your worries on Allah. You know, he, right. he has you in his mind, basically. Um, but that discipline, discipline, and that comfort is for me because I think a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm very like a critical type of uh, thinker type person. Like I want to analyze any and everything, and if I don't have that peace. That, that direction. Because I can't sit there and meditate. I've tried it. It just does not work for me. Mm-hmm. I get antsy. I mean, want to get up. I, like, And it could be, I don't know, it could be, my mom told me to keep doing it and practicing more, but I found um, comfort in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I found comfort in, in just listening to uh, the Quran on my, on, on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like just pressing it, listening. It's it's an, it's an Arabic. I don't understand a word they're saying, but I'm listening to it and it and it soothes me. Then I go back and read it. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes I play it on on YouTube and they they'll have it and then they have the words underneath it and stuff like that. And I just kind of read, you know, shit there, read or whatever case may be. And I'm just like, it's giving me peace. Right. So for me, the spirituality aspect and the religion is literally gave me peace, and that's what I needed. Right. In a crazy time of my life. Right. That's what I needed. So that, I feel like that, I feel like whether you are a religious person mm-hmm. or not, I feel like there need you, 
I feel like you should. Because I don't think you need to. I feel like my, my advice would be you should. Uh, you can do whatever you want. But you should have some type of form of, of, of self mm -hmm. meditation, prayer. Um, what is it? Hitting those little bowls. With the little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the sounds and stuff. Or, you know, some type of some type of whatever that's going to ground you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Because I can, we can talk about that. Hey, look, day. look. Oh, goddamn day, okay? My boy, my boy. Look. My boy. You think we good on spiritual health? I think I'm good on spiritual because I don't, I don't want to get too deep into... The religious conversation. The religious and because I, 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 that's not what I want to do because like I said in the previous podcast, I'm fairly new to my mm -hmm. religion and um, I don't, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a scholar, I'm what I am. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I, I am what I am. And I'm learning because it's a journey. Like, this is a lifetime yeah. journey. Yeah, it's not absolutely. something that I'm just subscribed to for the month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 30, 30, what is it? A 30 day free trial? It's not a 30 day free trial. It's not a 30 day free you trial. You know what I'm saying? So, no, you, you, it's something that I'm continuing to learn. And, you know, maybe maybe next year, you know, right. when I'm more comfortable in it, and I've learned from scholars and all that, maybe I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. But my my relationship with, with, with God is not for me to be a teacher at this point in time. Yeah. My calling may be something else. Right. Next year, two, three years from now, but as of right now, this is just, you know what I'm saying? Right. No, yeah. I got you. So we've done emotional and spiritual. Emotional and spiritual. Mental, physical? Which one? Ooh. Let's go physical first. All right. I feel like mental is going to... Mental, mental health, yeah. mental health is going, it's, it's going to be there. So, yeah, it's, going, it's going to be there. Physical health. Like, so, I'm just I'm going to go left real quick on physical go health. Left. Go I'm left. going left. I'm just going to go off the rails. All right. Men need to learn how to get the right condom size. <laughs> oh, my God. This nigga. I told you I was going I, left. I thought we was talking about in the gym, maybe food. Well, no, but hold on. Sexual health is part of physical health. And that's really important, right? You don't want to get a disease, okay? Right? All right okay. And All but right. but we still want sex to be enjoyable. About, you're talking about the size of the condom, though. I don't think I worry about a nigga and what they putting on their thing thing. So the the reason why I bring that up, right, is he said, "Don't put a small one on because it'll cut your circulation off and it won't stand up." Facts, <laughs> facts. That's facts. I that's. Know. That's I've been there. It's facts. Well, <laughs> but, and the reason why I, I brought it up though is because you got Trojan and they got the whole Magnum thing, right? You got Magnums and then you got Magnum XLs, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the issue: a regular condom, fifty, and and most people when they think about condoms, they think only about length. They're not worried about girth or anything. Why are, are we, we having, having this, this conversation? Because I think it's I important. I don't want to be talking about another man. I'm not talking. I'm talking. I'm talking size, about size, length, right? Girth, but but birth. this. Well, but so here's here. This is a, a problem in the U.S. that we can't have transparent conversations about stuff without being like, oh, that's oh oh we shouldn't like this is. I don't care if. Uh, but what I'm saying is is. If people aren't educated about what's out there, Look, then they can't make the right decisions for themselves. Then 
Take it away, my brother. <laughs> I'll be real quick. Cause I don't give I don't give two flying shits if somebody's wearing a small condom or a big condom. And okay, I'll give you a funny story. How about this? I'll give you a funny story. I mean when I was young. Boom, fresh, get my little, my little, my little weeble wobble wet. You know what I'm saying? I was fresh in the game. So I call myself <laughs> trying to be a big boy, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, that conversation in high school, mm-hmm. early high school, you're like, wow, my my thing lang is two inches from the ground. My thing lang is <laughs> right. two inches from the back wall. She be screaming my name when I be hitting it. We was all virgins and shit, right? So <laughs> <laughs> So <clears throat> I had already lost my virginity at this time, but I call myself trying to be a big dog, and I'm like, shit, they go. I'm with this chick. She gonna she gonna see me by these Trojan XLs. Long story short, using them, ah, this net. <laughs> Thank you for slipping out. <laughs> It was, it was slipping out the condom, so the condom was still there. No, I know what you, I know what you meant. <laughs> you know you gotta pull. You gotta, oh, you gotta pull it out, and, and that's just a funny story. Just you know, yeah. But I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep this part short. Just get the right size. Read up on uh, the millimeters for the the girth of the condom. Try it all. Yeah, but try it. whatever works for you, try it. But yeah, but get get something that fits. It makes the sex better. That I can guarantee. Like the men's warehouse, I guarantee it. All right, now that I've gone off the rails completely, can we come back? I'm gonna put. We gonna put it back on physical the rails. health. I I think um the most important part of physical health. Time out. What is physical health to you? Physical health is anything that has to do with my physical body. So working out, mm-hmm. food. Um, light, rest, sleeping, right. any of that. Okay. Um, and I think one of the most important parts of physical health is food. Absolutely, I eat like shit. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing: high blood pressure runs in my family. I don't know if it has. Do you Maybe have it? the same family? Right, but there there are minor differences. He's like, right? Nigga, what about your family? I'm like, no, not uh, not your family. I like have is that something that you uh, work have to work with uh, or have to deal with high blood pressure? It would only be on it would only be on uh, our side of the family. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm not on my mom's side. Okay. Yeah. So you might not be that bad then. Yeah. So, but so high blood pressure it runs in my family both sides. My oh, mom shit. and my dad. Yeah. Right. We know. So yeah, we know. I've been um, pre-hypertension literally all my life. Right. But if I eat right, my blood pressure's fine. Right. Like I literally, literally can control my Is blood pressure with diet. Yes. I I got a prescription for meds that I don't take. I should not be eating that fixings. <laughs> I should not eat at fixings. I'm there trying to kill my cousin. How did you realize? You're not trying to kill me. I'm you trying to kill myself. <laughs> like, yeah. right, right. I'm like, this food good. I don't care. And okay. I ain't going to take my medicine. Nah, but I, I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> Fuck medicine. Fuck big pharma. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I definitely agree with you. Because um, I'm going to add on to what you just said. Not only mm-hmm. do I feel like it's physical... Um, I mean, you ain't talking about physical. Now, do I feel like it's uh, how you how you treat your body? 
I like to go out into the sun. I sunbathe. Vitamin D. During the summer. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you want to roll today? You want to roll today? I'm about to just turn the cameras off and just go home. I'm I'm a, let me I'm gonna head out. But, <laughs> but I sunbathe. Like some days I'll go outside and not when it was hot during the summer, even when I was it was even scorching hot. I would sit there and just be in the sun, sweating it all. And I would feel great the next mm-hmm. day. You're getting those toxins out of your body. Yeah. I didn't realize how Cause I, it was, <laughs> and the vitamins from I, the sun. I found it out from Black Twitter. You know, everybody wanted to be, uh, everybody was pro black, uh-huh. like the uh, pandemic. I know, oh, the, I know about Black Twitter. Yeah, everybody was pro black and mm-hmm. buy black, and everybody eat sea moss. They were talking about sunbathing. I was like, hmm, I got this skin. I want to get out into the sun and you know, give it some some light. And when I did it, I, like I, it, not only did it affect my my skin, but it also made me, like I said, it, I felt good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel like so sluggish. Like then I did it. Then it was a habit of me like eating healthier. Mm-hmm. I started not even just eating healthier, but like cutting my portions inside in half. Cause I I eat it, I eat if it's around. That and and that's another thing about food. That's is like, like eating candy around right. me. I'm like, munch it well, up. Well, but that's about food. Like people <laughs> eat till they uh, full. You should just eat till you're not hungry. Yeah. That's the thing. I eat until I'm past full. Right. And I'll be regretting it for the next three days. Right. So that's not... It's not healthy. It's not It's not physically healthy for right. me. Right. Because not only is it going to make me feel sluggish, it's going to drain energy, it can cause any type of complications down the line with my health. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, <clears throat> I want to be here a long time. Right. Especially my baby on the way. Yeah. I want to be here for a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She going to need daddy. Little cousin, you watching this? I love you. So, little cuz, when you watch this and you're old enough to see this, and you're old enough to understand what's going on. <laughs> I love you, baby. But um, I want to be here for a long time. You know All what I'm right. saying? So, I'm recently going to start like, even if I just don't work out, I'm going to start watching what I eat, and not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm cutting this out, gluten free, no GMO, that extra. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do that, but. I'm gonna be realistic with myself. Yeah, just you know, make and just cut out the extra shit that I'll eat out. Right, that I'll eat usually. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I eat. You know what? Yeah, let me get the fixings. I'm not gonna eat it all right now because right. it's gonna make me full, and I'm gonna want to throw up. Not from it being nasty, but if from like being yeah. full, um, I'll eat half later. Right. I eat till I'm good, and then up. Oh, let me let me box this up. Right. Well, because I, I think a lot of people don't realize about. A lot of the portion sizes we have in the U.S. Like, it's crazy. Right. Well, you sit down, the meal's 2,000 calories. Already. And you're supposed to have that in a day. In a whole day. Right. Because when I, you've been, you've been overseas. And I, when I go overseas, like the portions are definitely, one, the food's healthier. Okay. Like, let's talk about that. <laughs> Two, the portions are smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, even when they serve <clears throat> coffee, like, it's in a little small little coffee cup and you get the coffee itself and knock it out. Go about your day. In the States, they give you the coffee, but they put sugar mm-hmm. and sugar and sugar and whipped cream and sugar <laughs> in your cup. So not only are you 
active off the coffee, the caffeine, you active off the sugar. Yeah. It's crazy. And just imagine cutting out sugar for a week. Sugar's in everything. It would be really difficult. You would be a fucking crackhead. You would have withdrawals. Oh, withdrawals, yeah. Sugar's a drug. Yeah. It's a drug. Yeah. And they put it in everything. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. Fellas, ladies, people, anybody watching? Everybody. <laughs> right. Watch your intake. We're not saying go out there and be some healthy gurus and like that. I mean, if that's what you choose to be, then yeah. But just watch what you, you know, take into your body because, you know, your, your, your body is your vessel. You know, you want to live here. You want to you want you wanna live on earth long. You want to be healthy. You want to be flexible, stretched, yoga. Yeah. Stretch. You want to be, you know what I'm saying? Or, or like me, uh, I dance and then I, I, I hoop two to three times a week. You know what I'm saying? Just to stay active, just to say, get my body going and stuff like that. So I don't like, you know, start to, right. you know what I'm saying? Mental health. Are you good on, you good on the physical? I mean, we didn't even touch on working out, being in the gym. Working out. Speaking of gym, I just said that, gym. Yeah, like I, I've worked out four times this week already. It's Thursday. You trying, you trying, you trying to get back to where you were for your Bruh. birthday, huh? You, you said you want to make a goal. Eight percent body fat, baby. I don't think I've ever been eight percent body fat. I've been cracky and skinny before because when I was in LA, I was struggling to dance and I couldn't eat, so I just didn't eat. So I just didn't have to go no. to the gym. So I just lost weight by not eating. Yeah, no, I actually worked out <laughs> to get to my eight percent. I ain't gonna lie, because it was hella funny. Because when I moved back from LA <clears throat> after a couple months, I went back to LA. And the one thing everybody was saying was like, dang, you got big, bro. What you been in the gym? And I was like, nah. I'm just, I've been eating like a regular person. I've been eating. I've been, I've been stressless. Right. <laughs> nah, but like for working out, um, I think the biggest thing for that is understanding that working out is a marathon and not a sprint. Man, that was my biggest mistake. Yeah, and it's like. I want to be have a six pack tomorrow. Right. And it, it, it's about being overall healthy. Like, so I used to go in the gym. I used to try to lift all the weight in the gym. Like, I was leg pressing a thousand pounds for reps of twenty five. Like, what's the point? Unless you try to get to a competition, right? Like, what's the point? So now it's like I I think about how I work out is going to impact my body in the long run too. So I think yeah, that's, you, can, you can mess your body up because I've lifted too much than I right. than I thought I could handle, and I messed up my my rotator cuff. Right, and so that that's a big part of it, just like making sure to work out smart, right, and be smart about that. So that that's a big part of physical health as well. Um, and then sleep, like sleep is like really important. I don't get that. What sleep? How it's important to no, physical? No, I, I just don't. I just don't sleep. Don't you don't get enough? Don't, yeah, I don't get enough. Sleep. Well, so I I know for me, um, when I was my fittest and probably my happiest and uh, not my happiest, but when I was my fittest in life. I used to sleep. I'd get in bed at ten forty-five. I'd be sleep by eleven, and I'd get up around four forty-five, five o'clock. Hell no! So it was like <laughs> I was only getting like five, five like I was only getting like five, six hours of sleep. But and it was just enough <clears throat> with your schedule. Well, of not not only that though, it was the hours I was sleeping. I noticed that when I got uh, was it twelve, one, two, three, four. When I got uh. When I went to bed at 11 and got up at um, 5, that's 6 hours. When I did that, I was rested. Anytime I go to sleep after 11 o'clock, 
and I get six hours, I still mm-hmm. feel tired. So yeah. it's also understanding like what your sleep patterns are and what your mm-hmm. what your that makes and, sense. In the time of day you that should makes be sleeping. Sense because when I go to sleep, like say if I I pull like an all nighter, and I'll be up to like four, three a.m. I'll sleep probably until my days off. I'll sleep to like one or two in the afternoon. Wake up, still be tired. Right. Because you weren't you know, sleeping five, when you were sleeping. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two. That's like a ten, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ten hours, nigga. Like, why am I still tired? But it's like you said, it's a schedule. Yeah, your body. Your body is like, no, bro, we supposed to be sleeping around this time. We supposed to be up around this time. Right. Because naturally, if we cut off all the clocks in the world, we'll still be on the same time. We'll just be on the sun now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were doing it before technology. Right. Right. So, it's not... Our body is going to adapt to the earth because that's what it's going to do. Right. And there's and there's there's a lot of, but just long story short, sleep is really important. Right. And not just sleeping enough, but when you sleep, and to get that really That's a deep big one sleep. Though, a lot of people don't understand. Like I don't, even, I didn't even understand that. Like yeah. when you sleeping is important. Because like I I I realized like as long as I was asleep by eleven o'clock, when I got up the next morning, it was good. I was refreshed. Five. Right. I'm like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like at the gym by. Uh, five thirty or six to start my workout. Hell to the no. Yeah, I used to work I used out to know two this, hours I used to know this chick that used to wake up at four o'clock in the morning every day, every single day to go to the gym. I was like, you lost your rabbit ass, yeah. morning, girl. But yeah, so I mean, that's the biggest thing about physical health. I mean, I think I'm good there. We can move on to mental health. I'm trying to look up some statistics, but I don't want to look at the CDC for website. mental health and everything. Yeah, I I think. Mental health is the that that's a it's a lot to unpack there. It's it's very it's very much a lot to unpack. I think the the biggest thing for me in mental health is just getting to, for me it's been getting to know who I am as a person, how things impact me, and that I can control how they impact me. And I I did like a leadership program one time, and they said. Everything that happens to you and everything that's around are not everything, but the majority of things are just information. Right. And how I choose to perceive that information will dictate how it impacts me. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. This is another topic we could talk about as well. You believe mental health. You believe like depression and stuff is real. Yes. There's, There's people out there that don't believe that. And I feel like I don't know if they've experienced depression or anxiety, because I can't say. Right. But they say because they don't believe it, they don't have it. You know, let me step back. I can almost agree with that, right? Because um, just like I said, the information Mm -hmm. and how you choose to respond to it or how I choose to respond to it is what makes it. Uh, impactful or not. Right, 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 right. So, like, I, I heard something one time. Um, I don't know where I heard it. I just be hearing these random things. There was, like, um, an indigenous tribe and no one in the tribe stuttered. <laughs> right? That's funny. And they were trying to figure out why no one stuttered. And they realized... Ruben stuttered? Huh? They realized 
that that particular we tribe. We know who the childish one is in the family, okay? We realized that that they realized that that tribe didn't have a word for stutter. So how are you gonna do something if you don't even know what it is? Mm. So someone saying I don't believe depression or anxiety is real. I can see where they're coming from and why they say they don't have it because you. It's it can't like. Okay, well let me ask you this: Do you think? Because I give I give mine, but I just want to mm-hmm. bounce these questions off. Uh, uh, mental, not not mental. Mental health is a, a part of uh, what was the first spiritual health? spiritual health. Yeah, it like mental health, spiritual health, and emotional health. I think all are all intertwined. Or emotional health. Yeah, me, emotional health. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, your emotions are thoughts. So if you <laughs> right, I'm trying. I'm trying to word the question right. Um. So if you're able to control your emotional, uh, your emotional health, mm-hmm. are you able to control your mental health? Because your 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 mental health is going to come from those feelings, right? Right. Those emotional feelings, right? Right. Yeah, I I, I think yes, because I think mental health, to me, and, men- and we right now we just talking. We don't have no statistics. This is not right. something that this, this is, is all, all opinions. opinions. All opinions. All opinions. <laughs> But yeah, I think for me it has we been We can't clinically diagnose anybody. Nothing, we don't want to zero. trigger anybody. If you have something going on, you need to turn call. it off. I respectfully tell you turn it off, but we and don't want to trigger at, anybody. At the end of this video, we'll put uh numbers for people to get help. Yeah. So if you yeah, need yeah, help, yeah, yeah. if you need help, seek out licensed professionals Not to us. help you. <laughs> Not us. Opinions, so easy. Opinions. But yeah, so emotional health I think does partner with mental health because mental is the words that we use and everything. So right. in, to even be able to express your emotions, you, you have to mental. mentally, you have to be yeah. able to express it and, and uh, assign words to that. So yes, I think they, they, they go hand in hand, it, right. even, even spiritual. But so yeah, like I found once as I was growing and learning how to communicate better right. and everything, my emotional health actually got better because I was learning how to communicate with people outside of who I was. Yeah. But I also learned how to communicate with myself better right. by learning communication skills. Right. I could ask myself and I talk to myself sometimes, Oscar, Genius. what's going on? Geniuses usually do talk to themselves. And it's like, what's going on? Why do you feel this way? Stop. You need to really take inventory of what's going on right now. Mm, I like that. Or you need to go get help. Or you need to talk to someone. Right. You need to seek out what you need to be okay. Right. So it's like, yeah. So I, I think uh, mental and emotional health definitely go hand in hand. It leads into spiritual health. And I, w- I would say, I would say, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I don't believe in depression mm-hmm. or anxiety. But I believe you can control them. Yes. By one, control, understanding and knowing your triggers. Yep. And also understanding and knowing that it's going to pass. Right. That's the one thing, because I've been in that dark space. I've mm-hmm. been I've been there. And Ariel contested it's like <laughs> I used to be in the bed like shaking like I, I can't stop shaking. Like what's wrong? Having a panic attack. Um and 
it was scary because I didn't know when it would stop. So the the um, the the depression or the anxiety was prolonged because I was worrying about when it would stop. Mm-hmm. Instead of just living my life, I was worrying about, about like what was happening to. Am you? I gonna happen? It's gonna happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen the next day. I'm cool right now, but what about an hour? You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to learn how to. Uh, 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 emotionally control myself. Mm-hmm. How I think. Mm-hmm. How I... You know what I'm saying? Like, all that I had to just control. Okay, it's a feeling. Alright, cool. Take a deep breath, let it go, it'll go in a minute. The more and more I was able to control that, the more and more I was able to push those feelings out of my system, whether it was depression or anxiety, like... Even now, because I feel like it's, I feel like we all go through it a little bit. It just, yeah. people have a different uh, gauge for it. Some people are very sensitive. Like me, I'm very sensitive to it. Like anything could trigger me like that, but I'm not now, but back in the day. Right. Like I'll wake up and the room would just feel off. And I'd be like, fuck, I'm in that spot again. You know what I'm saying? But if I catch myself doing it today, I'm like, I have a safe word. And it's funny. Because it's just, it's just it's so me. It's funny. I'd be like, if I feel like I'm about to be off or I feel like I'm getting anxiety, because I feel that shit like rush from my feet all the way up to my, I feel it all the way up to my head. I'll laugh unintentionally mm-hmm. and I'll say, nigga, you tripping. Something so simple, right? right? And it's just like, because the reason why I say that is because I would say that to somebody. The people who know me in my life would say that to me. My mother would say that to me. My father would say that to me. Everybody would say that to me. Like, nigga, you tripping. And it gives me comfort mm-hmm. to where it's like, okay, I, it is what it is right now. We'll be cool in a minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I do feel like mental health and emotional health go hand in hand. Once you can control your, and once you can control your emotions and understand what they are, then I feel like you have a good grasp on how to control Mental. Or your 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 mental health, you know, right. whether it's depression or anxiety, you might not be able to get out of it. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be a journey. It's gonna be a time. It's gonna be time, but you'll be able to navigate through in a softer space. Yeah, you'll have the tools. Yeah, you have the tools. Basically, basically, what you just spoke about is yeah. you found the tools that work for you. Work for me. Work right. for me. I found the tools that work for me, and I think. That's what it's all about. Like I had to seek those tools out, and right. I think that's the best way to do: seek the tools out, learn what the tools are, and then figure out the ones that work for you. And you're gonna go through a bunch of them. Yeah, I went through working. I tried smoking, drinking, uh, working out, having sex. None of none of that worked for me because, to me, in my mind, I was avoiding myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm the type of nigga I, I I face everything head on like right that just I think I just run in our blood like we just right. face everything head on it is what it is me facing it head on was how I coped with the situation to where I was to, like I said to where I was, where I was at points where I was like it is what it is bro mm-hmm. nigga you tripping mm-hmm. let's go outside and do something right you know what I'm saying and the less I would think about it. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. found the tools that work, and mm-hmm. I mean, 
that's not always easy a thing to it's do. It's not, bro. And and I do I do I Rest in peace to my brother Twitch. We love you, bro. May you rest in peace. God rest your soul. Peace be upon you. And yeah, I was talking to a, 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 a friend of mine recently. Um, and we all knew Twitch. We all knew Twitch. And I'm, I'm just going to say we because I don't want to give out the gender. I'm going to just include myself in that. Uh, we was talking about it. And um, they were having that conversation of like, if I didn't dance, I would uh, remove myself from this world. Mm. And I'm sitting, in, I'm sitting in the car, like, oh, I'm, I, I don't think we was in the car yet. I was sitting there, and they said it jokingly, but I know this person. Mm-hmm. And you know, we was having a conversation because, like I said, our, our friend, our friend, um, passed away. Uh, and we had again, we had the conversation. Ooh. Take your time. Yeah, and it was just one of the ones where it's like, I looked at him and I was like, bro, like, if you ever decided, and this is, and this is probably the realest shit I've ever said to anybody dealing with this, because I've been in that situation. I've been in a place to where it's like, I don't want to be here no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not an easy thing to think it's about. Not, it's not. And people think like, oh, it's a cowardly way to go out and stuff like that. I heard people say that. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, depending on how you look at it. But it's not easy to. It's it's hard, but then it gets it gets easy because once you accept the fact that you're going to do what you're going to do, you tend to just everything doesn't matter anymore. It's like whatever. And people like, oh, he was. They were so happy when they left. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they would do that because they were already at peace with it right. internally. Right. So I looked at my friend and I told him, and I said, if you decided to go that route, I wouldn't be mad at you. Trigger warning: I wouldn't be mad at you because me being upset that you think that you're thinking that. Mm-hmm. Might put more weight on your shoulders, right? Than me accepting what I don't have any control over anyway. Right. right. That's between you and God, or you, who, or whoever you believe in. And he, 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 they looked at me, and I just, I look, and I'm just like, I'm dead ass serious, bro, because I've, I've. Been, it's a rough space to be in. I've been where you, I've been where you probably are right now, mm-hmm. and you probably think there's no way out. You holding on to dance, like I said, and it's something that you feel like if if you don't have something that you love there, you don't know what else you love in the world. But there's so much to love in this world, right? So many beautiful things. You know what I'm saying, but I was like I said. I also told her I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at you. I still love you the same way that I did before and after. But one thing I said, if, if that was the case, 
reach out to me. Let the, let the, whatever conversation transpire, let it transpire. You don't have to tell me what's on your mind, what you about to do. Let the conversation be the conversation. And if the conversation is supposed to be how it's supposed to be and you're supposed to be here, then that's what it is. You still feel like whatever you're supposed to be is not supposed to be. If that, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to put it in words where we don't get... Sensitive words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then that's what it is, too. Right. And I'm going to love you either way. Right. And that was probably the realest conversation I've ever had with somebody because it's just not something to play. It's not something to joke with. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's crazy. Like, I don't... Yeah. I, I, look, I've been in that space. I've been in that space. So, you know, I think... It, that yeah, like I kind of got chilled as you was talking. Yeah, about I'm it, really. I'm like, trying to hold the tears back because right. I bust out and start crying now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I think <laughs> it was funny. You said I mean, we don't know what we go talk about today. I was like, let's talk about health, right? Cause you, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, but I, I, I think, I think we. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say something else. About okay. This. About um, this, this, this last. I'm not a cl- I'm not a doctor. I don't have any degrees in mental health or health in general. <laughs> I don't have any credentials. None of that. I'm just a everyday guy that's been through some shit. <laughs> um, if you're going through something, there's nothing. Nobody. Has okay, let me word this correctly. Um, you are not the first person that's going through what you're going through. Um, you can reach out to people, mm-hmm. you may reach out to friends. Sometimes your friends are not the people to reach out to because they don't understand, they're not going through it, they probably haven't gone through it, or they're probably going through their own situations themselves reach out to somebody uh, a professional yeah reach out to a professional if it's getting that deep sometimes you just need somebody to listen yep your friends are going to want to help you don't need help you just need somebody to listen they're going to want to tell you certain things to do and you're like dog just listen they won't understand that that's why i say your friends are not your, your 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 therapist Get a therapist. Get a therapist. <laughs> like for your therapist, and even then, if you feel like you can't afford one, and you just like communicate, say, "Bro, sis, whatever." I just need somebody to listen to me right now. Mm-hmm. Listen to me, without giving any unsolicited advice. And and on the flip side of that, if you're that person who gets that phone call from someone, you can ask. Do you want my advice or do you want me to listen? Mm. Give the person the choice. Like a lot of times I've had friends call me and, and it took me a while to get to this spot. But I'll look at somebody like, are you telling me this because you want my advice? Are you telling me this because you just need this, someone to listen to to you? He's done that with me. He's like, do you want my advice or? <laughs> or do you just want me to listen? Right, right, right. Because I, I understand sometimes you just need to get something off your chest. Mm-hmm. And you don't need anyone telling you anything. And you just speaking out loud to someone and feeling heard can be all you need. 
sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes you just need to speak out loud to someone so you can hear the words to yourself. To yourself. Right. And you just need that person and and sometimes it's just that feeling that someone cares. Right. Remember I told you uh, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say her name, but I was texting my homegirl, and I was mm-hmm. like, "She said this long ass." Yeah, that was her. She was going. She was going through her situation today, right? And I simply asked, "What's wrong?" If you want to talk, I'm all ears. She talked. She just kept going, kept going, kept going. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading it. I didn't give no advice, right? I didn't give none. I just asked her. Now, how do you feel? She said, I feel better. I said, the conversation is over now. Unless she, you want me to give an opinion on it, right. on the situation, conversation is over. I don't need to talk about nothing. So what you doing? Right. <laughs> what you about to right. do? Right, right. Because I don't, I don't want to, I've been the person to give unsolicited advice and sometimes. That does more harm it than does, no. It does more harm than it does good. So like Oscar said, if you're that, if you're that person on the flip side, communicate. Mm-hmm. You want advice or you just want me to listen? If you're that person on the other side, I need you to listen or I need your advice. Communication is key when it comes to mental health. Uh, and again, seek professional help. Yes. Uh, I've, I've dealt with mental health issues. I know people who've dealt with mental health, mental health issues. Um, and just being open about the situation I've lost multiple friends uh to mental health issues and i've also had friends who are still here today from mental health issues uh just seek help whatever whatever help you need seek it yeah yeah i i look i think we done <laughs> I think we, we, we over an hour. I think that was a lot. I, I, and that's that was that, I that, that was heavy. That's heavy. That's, that's heavy. Good heavy. luck editing. Yeah, this. Nah, I might fuck around and cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna have to, man, dog. But yeah, uh, I, I, I want if you made it this far, and I hope you did, thank you. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe, like, comment. Be, uh, they gotta get it together. Uh, <laughs> be on the lookout. For the You Good digital platform on YouTube, like I said, the link will be in the description. Right. Go subscribe to that. Um, we appreciate y'all right now. Right. We're in the process of building something amazing. Right. Starting off with this podcast. This right. will be one of the, the, the series, the shows that will be on the network. I'm still going to do my talks with Mosi. Um, and, and, and I'm still going to do my Ancient Chronicles on here. <laughs> so uh, make sure you guys subscribe to this channel subscribe to the next channel and be on the lookout for my cousin podcast his non-ethnomic ethically non-monogamous ass <laughs> <laughs> go and be on the lookout for his channel coming soon so yeah we about to go cause, all uh, right appreciate y'all yeah your boy is uh yeah that was heavy i need to go watch some comedy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Give, put a smile on the right. face put a smile on your boy's face